What? Life isn't supposed to suck? Get out of here. Life is supposed to be good? For me? I don't think so. Truth. Did you know that you have the power to create your own reality? Truth. Did you know that you can live the life that you've always desired? Holy That's right, and that's why we're here. Are you ready? Unless you're on joy overload, you've come to the right place. It's time to get out of your own way and start creating more of what you want and less of what you don't. Enough with the excuses. I'm your host, Jenny Roberts. Let's do this. Oh yeah, we are back. Welcome back, Warriors. We are so excited to be here today. And I say we because I am on the fly here with a very good friend, a mentor. Oh, we're just soulmates. I'll just put it that way. And we'll let you get creative and think what you shall about that statement. <laughs> My very good friend, and as I said, mentor, teacher, buddy, party animal retreat partner. Oh, you name it. It goes on and on. Denise Lennox is here today. Denise, thank you so much for coming in. Danny, thank you so much. I am so honored to be here and be a part of this podcast today. Uh, We are just going to have fun. That's what, that's right. That's how we, that's how we roll when we're together, isn't it? That's how we roll. It is. Life is all about having fun, isn't it? Yes, it absolutely is. And uh, we need that reminder because, you know, if you're sitting in the middle of kind of a shit show, it doesn't feel a whole lot of fun, uh, like a whole lot of fun is coming in, but it's so easy to shift uh, and move into a better feeling space. And certainly that is even easier to do when you are surrounded by like-minded people who understand contrast, who understand what's going on and just support you through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's so much fun in that. And, you know, like every day, you know, we're faced with all these challenges, you know, it's like, okay, things are coming at me, you know, like, like, so I'm still working in the corporate world. And yesterday, you know, I had stuff scheduled on my calendar, right? And it was like, I log in at eight o'clock and it's like, oh crap, I got to shift. <laughs> Quickly. How can I shift and juggle? Apparently I was supposed to be in the office, but I didn't get that memo. <laughs> That was not sent to me, but to my other coworkers. So it was like, hmm, okay, I have this stuff scheduled. So then I just had to quickly reschedule. So it's all about adjusting, you know, and and finding that balance and being being able to adjust without that anxiety and that stress, you know, and and how do you shift from that, you know? And that's, that's mostly about living in joy, you know, finding the joy in every moment, you know, how can you live in joy every moment and just, you know, look at life as, you know, living in peace, you know, that is so, so important. Yeah. Big choice, big choices that you're talking about here. One of the things that I'm getting when you're, you're talking about your work situation, which I think everybody can relate to, we've all been there, uh, is how we react when something like this happens, how do we react? And I know certainly at different times in my life, I would have had a meltdown. Like if I would have been like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be over there and I'm here and I'm late and that's so irresponsible. What's wrong with me? What was I thinking? What, you know, where's my head at? Um, yeah, in my 20s, I would have had a little bit of a meltdown there. Uh, and, Absolutely. Right, I mean. And I've had meltdowns in my 50s. <laughs> oh yeah, amen to that, like last week. <laughs> so no, for sure, for sure. And it's, but it is fun to reflect on how we are, working this practice and how it is changing the way that we react 
which is completely changing our experience. You could have had a meltdown. You could have been afraid, you know, that your boss was going to do something drastic because of this. There's a lot of different directions you could have chosen. And because of the work that you're doing, it was just a breath and, okay, what do I need to do to adjust? Okay, well, right now I need to reschedule some things. So this can seem super simple, but it, it could be on any subject, right? And it could be as intense as you are experiencing it to be. Oh, absolutely. And, and it even happens in my home life, you know, with grandkids, you know, the grandkids will be here, I'll pull in the driveway and they're here. And it's like, oh, well, I was going to go for a run or I was going to do this or I was going to do this. And it's like, uh, that's not happening right now. Yeah. And that's okay. Because, you know, I mean, we have to really live in the moment. And, you know, one of my experiences that I just recently went through was I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So in that whole journey, you know, I had the breast cancer, I had the lumpectomy, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Let me rephrase that, please. I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So I, I opted for the lumpectomy and then I was guided to go through with the treatment plan that they did. And one of the things that I kept asking, you know, the doctors is, you know, can I do the things that I've been doing? Can I work out? You know, can I go for a walk? Can I run? And they kept telling me, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Well, I'm like two weeks into the treatment and I'm like wiped out on the couch. Right? For sure. My body wanted and it just needed to rest and restore. So through that whole experience, it's been, you know, and then it became well you know, I can't compare, well, well, today I don't have any energy, but you know what, you know, two months ago I did. So my whole life became, I had to live in the moment because I never knew what to expect a minute from then. Oh, you know, the next day, I never knew how my body was going to react. I never knew what was going to happen with each treatment, you know, like how it was going to basically how I was going to react. And, and I found that as I progressed through the treatments, my body just wanted more rest to restore. So that is how I became to living in the moment. And, and, you know, the key thing for me was how can I find joy? How can I find joy through this? How can I live in each moment and come from a place of peace? You know, so I was at peace with the treatments because I was led to do those treatments for whatever reason and whatever is going to be unfolding on my spiritual journey. And that was so important to me because now that's how I live. You know, I live every day in the moment in peace. So, so that chaos that happened yesterday, I don't get wrapped up into that drama, you know, and I trust, I trust that the universe has my back. I trust that it is going to guide me, you know, in, in where I'm supposed to go on this journey, you know, and a perfect other example of that is, you know, I went to Disney for a week. I went by myself. It was amazing. And I had two plans and that was it for a full week in Disney, because I knew going in that I didn't know how my body was going to react by walking in the parks. I didn't know if I'd be able to walk in a park all day long. I had no idea. So I was just, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to let spirit guide me. I'm just going to do what feels good for me. What feels right for me in the moment and just trust that. And I did. And it was so magical because, you know, I had to, I had to go from Animal Kingdom to the Dolphin Resort. Well, I didn't know that the buses didn't take you to the Dolphin Resort because they're not part of Disney. So I had to navigate to another resort, to the monorail, 
to the CTC to pick up a coach bus. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just magical because every step of the way, it was like the bus just showed up. I'm like, oh, okay, you're here. Like, I don't have to wait. This was like so cool. And I got to my spa appointment an hour early. And then magically, you know, the therapist, he was free. So I went in an hour early. Perfect. And it was like, I got done with the spa treatment. It was two hours. It was amazing. I'm sitting out on the deck and I'm looking at, and I'm like, oh, there's a ferry boat. So when I checked out, you know, I asked the girl, I said, where does that ferry boat go? She says, Universal Studios. I said, oh, I knew I had to get back to the cabins. I didn't know how I was going to get there. I just knew I had it. I could Uber, but then I'd have to download the app. And I was like, oh, I don't, just don't want to do that. I was like, I'm just going to jump on the ferry boat. In five minutes, I was Universal Studios. I'm like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, it was amazing. The, the message, I hope the listeners caught the powerful, powerful, you know, almost subliminal message there, because obviously what you're explaining is easy to understand. But when you were talking about how, how you're going to live and you want to live in the moment and you didn't know what was going to happen moment to moment. Well, guess what? None of us know what's going to happen moment to moment. So we spend all of our time worrying about what might happen when we actually have no freaking clue what's going to happen. Generally speaking, right? We can, we, there's very little we can control. And yet we're very caught up in that. So it's almost as though it wasn't until you were um, backed into a corner like a really good corner, <laughs> you know, with this situation, with this dis-ease of your body, um, that you kind of woke up to the fact that, hey, I have to choose here. I really have to choose day to day how I'm going to respond. And my choice is I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to my inner being. I'm going to listen to my body. And that's what's going to guide me. You know, source is going to guide me. I'm not in control. I don't need to be in control. The whole point, from my perspective, you know, with disease of the body, no matter what it is, is we need to listen. There's something to learn. Sometimes it's little. Sometimes it's absolutely huge. And I know because I, I was privileged enough to be part of this journey with you, that you were also completely cleaned up your food. You completely, I mean, you, you, you really honored this journey. You really embraced it. Okay. This is where I am. And you took time. I remember when you were being pressured to make a decision about your treatment, because, you know, from the medical perspective, there was a sense of urgency. And I remember talking with you about this. And although you felt that sense of urgency, you were very clear about the fact that you needed to pause and you needed to take some time so that you could gain clarity around what was right for you, which really ties into that trust factor you mentioned. Yeah. And that, that was so key is just pausing in that moment because, you know, I received the diagnosis, you know, I, I got the I got the mammogram, I got the biopsy, you know, I received the diagnosis. It was like, you know, and then in two weeks, my surgery was scheduled. And then it was like, okay, my body needs to heal a little bit. 
And then I, w- I was, I was pushed, you know, into these other, you know, consultation visits and I'm just going, wait a minute, there's some red flags here, you know? And it was really like, okay, I really need to stop here. And then it was, you know, taking what my belief was, and that was more, you know, can I heal this holistically, you know, versus you know, sure. putting chemicals in my body. And, you know, and then I, I went for a second opinion and the first doctor I met was an integrative doctor, daddy K amazing. And I was so aligned with him. And one of the things he said to me, he says, you know, Denise, don't think this as you're fighting something, embrace the journey. And that really lined up the right healers. Yes. And the other thing he said to me, he said, you know, don't come from a place of blame. Don't come up from a place of you're the victim. He says, you can choose to live in peace or you can choose the other. And once he said that, I knew in that moment that I had to do the treatments. And, and I looked at the treatments as it was a purge and cleanse of my physical body. And that's the way I looked at it. And basically what that did is it cleansed and purged. So it opened up room for this new illumination magnificence that's coming in now. And that's all about living in the moment, trusting, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. And I just remember how committed you were and are to, you know, your health to really honoring, you know, you've been an athlete. I've been an athlete. We know all about beating the crap out of ourselves (laughs) physically as well as emotionally. We still do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes we still slip into that into that pattern, but it is um, really a wake up call to empowerment and to to stepping into that power and understanding that while someone may hand you a diagnosis, you still have choices. You absolutely are still co creating what's happening. You're not a victim. You're not. And if you feel that way, then there's some work to do, you know, within your relationships with your healers, right? You choose traditional medicine. We have no judgment around that. You choose no traditional medicine. We have no judgment around that. This is a personal journey. And this is life, guys. I mean, this is how it works. We get so stuck uh, I love what your doctor said about blame. We get so caught up in blaming other people. I mean, it, it's it's not easy not to. You know, when someone hands you something like a diagnosis, and I would say that we get that all day long. It might not be around our health, but people are constantly saying, you are this, or you need to do this, or you have this, or you shouldn't have that. Right? Telling us what we can, should, would, could do doesn't make anybody a bad person, but this is coming in all the time. And we, at some point, have to step back, perhaps pause as you did and say, okay, wait a second. That's their perspective. I can honor their perspective. It doesn't mean I have to agree with it or do what they're saying or suggesting. I still have control, which is what you did. You paused and you said, Okay, let me process. And then lining up, you know, when we say calm, and I'm not saying there wasn't a a part of you that wasn't experiencing fear because that would be unrealistic, right? There's always a normal amount of uh, um, the unknown, right? This This is where the unknown creeps in. But when you have this foundation, I mean, you've been working this practice. Years. Yeah, 
it's been, <laughs> it's been a while, right? So when all of that foundational work that you had done was all, you know, absolutely part of preparing you for this particular portion of your journey, which ultimately accelerated your spiritual growth. Yeah, that all that work was key because I tapped into the moving meditations tremendously. And I would actually, you know, when I went for my MRI, I actually put a playlist together. I was like, listening to the playlist in the changing room, you know, and the girls open the curtain. Are you ready? And I'm like, just a minute. I got to listen to this. <laughs> no, for sure. Because I had to put things in motion and I knew exactly what I needed. And that was because I listened to my inner self, um, you know, and the other thing that played a key role in that was also an integrative approach. So it was taking Western medicine. It was taking the tools, which is the moving meditations And it was also taking some of the energy work, you know, like I became a Reiki master. I became an integrative energy therapy, um, you know, practitioner, uh, unity field, you know, healing practitioner. So it was all of those tools were needed in order to me to be in this moment, to receive this diagnosis and to progress on my journey and to be able to heal my body profoundly, uh, which it has. And it's, it's been miraculous, you know, because I tracked my blood work through this whole journey and the nurses kept saying, I, you know, I can't believe, you know, your blood work is amazing. You know, I changed my nutrition through this journey. I also, you know, did some testing to understood what my physical body, where my physical body was. And it was like, oh yeah, I get this. And now I understand this. Mm-hmm. So now I have all these tools and it's like, okay, now how do I, how do I use this to integrate it, you know, for my healing journey? And I'm still working on that. And, you know, the part is now because of that healing, I'm able to delve deeper (laughs) into some of those issues in my tissues. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and some of that is still ego, right? Which I've been working on a lot. And, And also with, you know, just living in the moment and, you know, to think about what I was before I was this planner. I had to have everything planned. If I went to Disney, I had a spreadsheet that had everything planned. I had dining plans, <laughs> I had fast passes. I, you name it, I had it. We had a, here. a spreadsheet. I love it. Here this time, and this is a total flip for me, and it's so empowering because I am just enjoying living in the moment and just trusting. It's kind of like, you know, I went to a concert with a good friend the other day and uh, the other evening, and it was wonderful. Um, we went to see Jesse J and it was in a really small venue and, uh, you know, there were people of all ages there, but, you know, a lot of people were experiencing that through their phone. Now, sometimes people will use their phone so they can see better, right? Cause it magnifies the person and you can just see if you're further back, right. but a lot of it is, is really from my perspective, and this is, you know, there are no facts to support this. (laughs) But what I see is that people are really missing the moment. I don't see them really, really watching her. You know, if they're looking through technology, it's not the same as putting that down and energetically connecting to that person and looking at their face and looking into their eyes and, you know, really connecting to the, to the artist that they are. And that's just a whole different experience than watching something on television, right? Which is kind of like what you're doing 
when you are live watching it through your phone. And if that's because, oh, I'm doing this because uh, I'm live on social media right now and I want everybody to know I'm here. You had mentioned ego. So I'm not judging. You know, I'm really not. It really it totally sounds like I am. Judgment here. I'm just observing. You know, I really am. I'm just observing what people do. So, hey, I'm not telling anybody don't do that when they go. I'm just saying you might want to try experiencing it different ways. You know, it's easy for me because I didn't grow up with technology. So, you know, I want to get down and dirty with an artist when they're performing. Uh, so I get it, right? Yeah, or or just feeling the music. You know, if you can mm-hmm. see the artist, just sit there and feel the music. And how does that make you feel? You know, and just the whole vibe of the venue. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and the, connect to the energy that they um, have and had, perhaps even when they were writing the music or creating the piece. You know, that's part of who they are, and we're all made that way. All of us are made that way. So we have this power to connect if we choose to. And, you know, a lot of people are like, that's bullshit. And, you know, I don't, it's too woo-woo for me. I don't get it. That's cool. You know, to each his own, if that's not what you're ready to do or what you're even wanting to do. Again, there's no judgment. We're all where we need to be on our journey. But I think your story is so magnetic because of the way you embraced what you were dealing with and how you are knowing that this is just the beginning of a massive journey for you. You know, this is just going to continue to serve you this experience. It's going to continue to guide you. Certainly when you're doing healing work, you have even more compassion if that's possible for other people. Um, We are all dealing with way more shit than people know. Right. When we look around, it's easy to go, oh, they have no idea what it's like. You, and that's that's just not a true statement. We have no idea what's going on in people's lives. And holding that compassion for people is is really key. And also that ego, you know, knowing that we can learn so much from each other. Like that that's part of the reason we're collectively on this journey together. Now, when was your how long ago was your diagnosis? Over a year, yeah. Yeah, it was over a year ago. Uh, it was in October. Okay. Yeah. And then November, I had the MRI. December, I had the surgery. And then I started the treatments March through May. And then the radiation for a month in July. Okay. And then I've had other, you know, other therapy treatments, you know, which I just finished probably about a month ago. Right. And now you're feeling well, amazing. It's interesting because, you know, internally, I feel amazing. I feel at peace. You know, my physical body is still telling me that, you know, it still needs rest and restore. Mm -hmm. Like last week, I think it was about 3.30. I finished a call, a meeting, and I crashed on the couch for three hours. So I honored that, you know. and Absolutely. The next day it was I crashed for two hours and I'm going, okay, you know, what this is telling me is that I still need to listen to my body and I need to honor it and let it rest and restore, you know, and, and my body will tell me and guide me, you know, when I can do something. And if, if I did too much that day, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's a teacher. And so often we push against that. We want our body to behave a certain way. And when it doesn't, we just get angry and frustrated with it. And we're not sending ourselves the love. You know, I know 
I just, I think about, you know, we work with the same um, naturopathic physician on our different health journeys. And I, I remember decades ago uh, doing a first program with her I'd ever done and identifying that exact behavior and just knowing, okay, today I can really feel my body like dumping toxins Yes. Uh, while I was on the program, you know, after all the meds and stuff, like just releasing all of this and uh, my body, you know, I almost felt a little fluish, you know, like, yeah. like that kind of feeling a few times during that program. And that is exactly what I would do. I would stop what I was doing and I would go lay down. And that's not always easy if you've got kids or you're actually in a nine to five. Uh, COVID has been a blessing from the perspective that we all get more flexibility with how we manage our lives. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, grasping onto that. Yeah. Yeah. And the other, the other thing too, is one of the things that I learned is, you know, rest is not a negative rest is very positive in that in order for your body to heal, it needs to be in that restful state. Absolutely. You know, and that was another key lesson for me was, you know, honoring my body and giving it that self-love that it needed in order to heal. And that's rest. It's a, it's such a big deal. And rest is such a big deal. You know, for years I was a complete insomniac and it was awful. I couldn't quiet. And I, and now I have a much better understanding of what was going on back then. I feel like I really was in excess. I needed to drain some energy because I was always trying to kind of bring myself down to to everybody else's energy level, you know, so that I, I didn't appear to be like, you know, bouncing off the walls Right. Um, the crazy <laughs> yeah, the crazy, the crazy redhead, she's on fire again, you know, and it, it was literally like an uncomfortable thing. I felt like I was making people uncomfortable because I was so challenged in that energy control. Now I understand, oh, that's quite easy to manage, you know, through the work that we do, but there is a process and doing nothing is absolutely doing something. Yeah. You know, we use the wood. Yeah. Doing more. You're doing more. Understanding that when you're at a young age is, is tricky. So if you're, you know, if, if one of our, if some of our listeners are, are in their twenties or teens or thirties, and you're getting this, you're way ahead of the game when it comes to self-care, because, you know, it just doesn't pay to burn yourself out. There isn't enough money on the planet uh, to buy your health. So it's so important to find balance. And, you know, in the, in, in the U S that's, that's not strongly supported. You know, it's, it's like, go, go, go. There's no siesta after lunch, unfortunately, (laughs) right. No tea time. So we have to make that, we have to create that for ourselves. Uh, And at AE we do within our, within our Qigong practice and our, our, Tai Chi practice, we do something called Wuji, and this is the state of mind of nothingness, which is a standing meditation position that we just stand and breathe in, understanding that this is so important. And you could do it laying down, of it's course. It's so hard because all these voices, right? All these voices, <laughs> like, like, please turn off, turn off the voices. Like, can I turn this microphone off easily, right? Can I turn yeah. these voices off? Not so easy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think people, uh, you know, you mentioned the moving meditations. And I know when we're in the course, that's the biggest challenge for people is learning how to quiet their mind in the beginning. And, uh, you know, 
you've been a wonderful men- mentor to me. I've ha- I've been so blessed to attract so many wonderful teachers into my experience. And I found that the ones that are really authentically doing the work will say to me, I struggle to meditate all the time. Yes. It's not a negative thing. Yeah. I'm a human being. Like I sit down and thoughts come in and some days I drop right in and I'm in my zone. And some days I'm just like, yeah, not today. Today, I just, I literally am getting the message, get up and move because you want to go do these things that are on your mind. This isn't a, this isn't a negative thing. There are so many, many different ways to meditate. And those messages are good because you know what? It's like, allow them to come in, acknowledge them. Okay. And let it go. Yeah. Just let them float on by. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And there could be things that are, you know, not making you feel good that come in because sometimes when we begin to quiet our mind, those thoughts do come. That's okay. We can release them and let it go and move on to something better feeling. And of course, like everything, the more we practice it, the better we get, uh, the easier it is, but it's always there. And that's also taking that emotion that comes in, you know, maybe it's anxiety today and it's like, okay, thank you for, thank you for bringing this awareness to me. Now it's like, well, what about that? Was I anxious about, you know, and it's probably not, you know, if it's another person or a situation, it's probably not that it's probably what I'm feeling about that. Mm. And it's probably more me and my work that I need to do in order to release that. Yeah, this is the part where we start making shit up, right? (laughs) Like we're thinking things about people and relationships and situations and all kinds of things. And sometimes that mind of ours just starts, you know, going and the thoughts that we're thinking are really not supported necessarily by fact. Yes. We're just being very creative. And a lot of it, we then bring on ourselves. So this practice, as you're describing it, is what severs that pattern. You know, it's like, no, no, let's not go down a rabbit hole about this and get caught up in something that is probably not even real. Let's just let it go. Let it float on by. Like, what's more important that you address that and make that up? And what if, what if, what if this could happen, that might happen? Or do you want to choose the peace and the joy that you're talking about and just let that go? It's going to sort itself out eventually anyway, or not. Nothing we can control in the moment. Yeah, nothing we can control in the moment. Well, this has been amazing. I can't tell you how grateful I am uh, to have you come and just so authentically and with love, share your story with people. I know this is a very personal journey, but you are a healer, an incredible healer, I might say. Is there somewhere where people could find you? I know you have an incredible jewelry line because I own almost every piece of it. Um, Is there there a gift you'd like to offer uh, to people? Uh, We'll put everything in the show notes. Uh, you know, uh, entirely up to you, but certainly Denise Lennox, you are a magnificent soul and we want our listeners to know uh, that they can reach out to you at any time. So thank you. It's, it's been an honor to be here, you know, and thank you all for, for listening uh, to this podcast and, you know, my story. Uh, I appreciate that. And um, I thank you all. You're all amazing. Uh, As, as for a gift, I would say, you know what? Um, I do have an Ascension jewelry line and I can offer a, I can send a piece of jewelry. If you send your email 
Would that work if they said, Oh, whatever you'd like to do. We always leave this up to the guest. Yeah. Just send their email and then I'll get those emails. Um, I will need an address in order to send something. So send your email with an address that you listen to this podcast uh, and you will receive a gift. And I have no idea what that is, but that will come to me and you will receive something magnificent. <laughs> and you will love it. It will be beautiful. Uh, and where could they take a look at your jewelry if they wanted to see? Um... They, they can go on Facebook and look at Ascension Jewelry. Uh, I do have a business page out there. Um, with this journey that I've been on in the last year and a half, I have not really updated that much, but there are some pictures out there that you can see. Okay. And at this time, I really do not have a shop. Um, however, there are some pieces, I believe at alignment essentials. Yep. They sure are. We still have, uh, so. Okay, so great. Probably, yeah, probably soon I will be getting that ramped up again, but I don't know because I just don't know where this journey is taking me. I love it. Going with the flow, baby. Going with the flow. That's what we do here at AE. We like to swim downstream where there's very little resistance instead of just trying to swim upstream, pushing against. That's not how we roll. So guys, until next time, Denise, thank you again. Namaste. I appreciate and love you. And to our audience, thank you for being here. We are rocking and rolling our way out. Until next time, we are sending you nothing but love. Peace. Well, warriors, that's a wrap. Until next time, step into your power and remember, we're all in this together and your time is now. Time to live the life you deserve. Go to Alignment Essentials slash podcast gift to begin your journey. We're out of here. Peace.